things fell into place and I just thought, oh my God, I am part of a cult. Hello, everyone. I feel like we have a great privilege today. We're talking to Natalie, who has an extremely brave and courageous story. Um, So I didn't expect to be doing this chat, but Natalie approached me having been a Herbalife reseller. And she watched my video on Herbalife, which was about my experience of going to their event and the general structure of multi-level marketing schemes and a bit of a nutritional breakdown of their products, which you can see for yourself, but um, you've probably, if you were listening to this, you've probably already made up your opinion on Herbalife. And I was honestly inspired and blown away by Natalie's honesty and courage in that she approached me basically saying, I, I don't know what to do. I've seen your video. I've had my doubts about Herbalife. I got into this because I wanted to contribute to my family financially. I thought I was doing the right thing. I always want the best for my clients. And I feel like I've been manipulated. And over the next couple of weeks, I was in touch with Natalie and really saw the the courageous moves that she made to start pulling out the the tentacles of, of Herbalife, I suppose, to start extricating herself from that world. And uh, honestly, I was pretty speechless. I feel like it takes a lot of courage to step out of a world that you've invested a lot of identity in and that you've got a financial incentive to stay in. So Natalie, thank you for coming on and amazing work on what you've managed over the last couple of weeks. Thank you so much for having me, Yusuf. Um, it really does mean a lot. And, and like I said, I I approached you in, well, I was in turmoil, wasn't I? Um, I'd been up all night. Um, I think I stumbled across your video at 2am um, while I was doing my research about, about Herbalife. Um, and I was just bombarded with all of this sort of information, found your video. And I thought the best thing that I can do is to sort of contact you and ask for your advice and um, your help and your support. And that's exactly what you've done. So I'm, I'm really, really grateful for that. To be honest, I normally don't reply to a lot of, you know, we, we get a lot of messages from people and it was just the the vulnerability and honesty that you'd that you came to me with and were like, look, I'm I'm really I really don't know what to do here, um, and I just think it it takes it takes a lot of courage. It's not something that I've that I've ever seen before. Um, a lot of people, particularly in the fitness industry, have a lot of ego and are very unwilling to update their views because it involves accepting that you might have been wrong about something in the past. So, um, so yeah, can you can you talk to me about then you, you said you saw the video. Can we just um, rewind to when you first got into Herbalife and what happened at that stage? What what position in your life were you in? Yeah, of course. Um, so when I first started Herbalife, I joined as a customer. Um, I would not long come out of the second lockdown. I put on a load of weight um, and it was purely for the, for the weight loss that I wanted that that is why I came into it a friend of mine had been posting some really good pictures of her body transformation and how she'd achieved it and things and I thought oh yeah I want a bit of that uh, so I contacted her 
Um, and it just sort of went from there, really. I, I signed up um, for the products, um, didn't sign up for very much because of the price. So I was chatting to her for a little while about the fact that, oh, I'm going to have to wait till payday. Um, it's quite expensive. And then she said to me, well, and, and this is this is how we, as Herbalife distributors, would um, would tackle a question like that, is to say, well, you know, if you sign up as a, a preferred customer, which is another way of describing being a distributor, it's exactly the same sign-up process, it's exactly the same uh, sign-up fee, as becoming a distributor, but they call they sort of sugarcoat it and call it come and be a preferred customer. You pay um, you pay a small amount, well forty odd quid, um, and you then get an instant twenty five percent discount off your products. And I was like, oh, brilliant, happy days. And I said to her though, I don't want to sell anything because I have been in network marketing um, on and off over the last four or five years. And every time I left a brand, I was like, I'm never doing this again, never doing this again. Um, because, well, it's it's stressful. It's really, really stressful. Um, anyway, so I tried the products, thought, oh, yeah, they, they taste nice. Um, kind of, yeah, I did feel like I had more energy, which is one of the things that they tell you um, that you're going to feel over the next two or three days. You're going to have a lot more energy. Um, and within a week, I've lost a few pounds. And I was like, yeah, boom, happy with that. Um, and then... I saw more and more posts of, of my friends um, about um, how you can help other people, um, and as soon as as soon as that the word helping people gets put in front of me, you know that instantly draws me in. I'm just that kind of person that gets a lot of satisfaction out of helping people. Um, so it was kind of it, it was sold sold to me as um, you can make an income. Um, which I did need at the time. You know, I'm, I'm a mum of three. Um, my youngest two twin boys are six. You know, they're, they've been in and out of school. So work has been really tricky for me. Um, and I thought, yeah, brilliant. Um, I need the money. Um, want to help people. Want to get results myself. It's a no-brainer. Um, and that's kind of where it all began, really. It's interesting that you had done some network marketing before, and well, like, I'm not doing that again. And yet still, because of the kind of slow entry into this Herbalife, it ended up um, in, in a similar situation. And what, what strikes me about your intentions and from speaking to you, and I'm sure from, from people hearing this, is that it's a pretty innocuous entry. You wanted to get into shape yourself. And you strike me as a really genuine person looking to want to help people. And so when that when that comes along and that particular button is pressed, it's it's a compulsion. It's like, well, yeah, okay, I, like it helped me, and so that's the natural next step. Yeah, absolutely. You you hit the nail on the head there, um, and and their way in um, is telling you that you can help people, and there's not many people out there who don't want to help people one way or another. And if you can get paid for helping people, even better. So where did things go from there? Um, so from there, I was very quickly invited to um, lots of uh, WhatsApp groups, uh, team like team chats on WhatsApp, um, Facebook communities, put in touch with um, my 
higher up upline, sort of that go up four or five different tiers. Um, and all of a sudden, I just got completely swept up um, by all of these inspiring people. You know, they were people that had made a, a lot of money out of the business. They were really successful. They had um, incredible physiques. Um, you know, they, they looked good. They, the way they portrayed their lives online was very glamorous. Um, and the success stories that they shared as well about who they've helped, how, um, how many people that they had that had, had really good results from the products. You know, it was all very, very inspiring. And I just got completely swept up in that. And I was like, yeah, brilliant. I need to work on myself and work on my results. And I now need to go out and find people who also want to get a result like me um, and see if I can then replicate the results stories and the results pictures that my uplines had been sharing. And that was that was the mission. Right. So these were people that were four or five levels up the 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 multi level. I'm I'm not going to use the word pyramid because it's it's not a pyramid scheme as right. we've uh, as we've established. <laughs> it's a multi level marketing scheme, which yes. is very different to a to a pyramid scheme. It just it just looks like one if you were to draw a, a diagram. But let's uh, you know no, it's us. It's, it's not a pyramid scheme. <laughs> um, and what what I have heard actually is that I've heard people describe the product of Herbalife is not actually the supplements. The product is the business opportunity. And we can look at some some stats based on the profitability ratios as you move up and up the chain. Yeah. So there was these kind of very charismatic people that were doing very well financially, four or five levels up the chain. And they were the kind of aspirational people to to look towards within the within the organization. Oh, yeah, absolutely. They're very clever and very careful with what they post online. As it goes online, you only show what you want people to see, obviously. Um, mm. And that, you know, that that was definitely the case here. Um, yeah, it just made you want to be like them. And that is, that's the way they, um, that's the way they train you as well. They train you to replicate basically copy and replicate everything that these higher-up people do and you too will be successful. If you follow all the training, follow all the advice, do what they do and also show people who you're trying to recruit also how easy it is to replicate that, um, then you will go far. I remember you saying that there was a real sense of community and safety and support when you're in the cool crowd of um, of the distributors oh yeah absolutely i can't i can't um i can't fault them in, on that respect um i made some really good friends um locally and nationally as well um and i always always had somebody on the end of the phone should i need any help any support even when it came down to personal things as well, you know, I felt comfortable enough to approach these people when I was having having a bad day, um, or you know, I'd I'd received some negativity online um, about Herbalife, and I contacted them straight away. You know, I screenshotted the comments that I'd been sent, 
and sent it to them. And they were so kind, so kind and so supportive. Um, and they did, they did lift me back up again, but it's not, it's not until I've reflected on what their answers were, um, to that negativity that, you know, that's just another sort of red flag that I missed, um, in all of this. It's great to see that there are certain parts of human nature that, that will, that will always come through. Um, the thing that worries me personally is that you strike me in that stage of your life as someone who was vulnerable mm-hmm. and you it feels as though certain people took advantage of that if that's replicated on a on a large scale um that can get people into trouble you know there's i mean we, we can talk about the the financial side of it and the kind of the, the the burden that it put on you over the next few months but um this is where the lines start to get blurred in my opinion yeah, definitely. Um, looking back, I now can see that I was vulnerable. At the time, I, I didn't see that any vulnerability there at all. You know, I felt, I just felt empowerment, empowered by this opportunity and empowered by the, the people surrounding me. Um, but now, yeah, looking back, I can totally see that I was I was vulnerable. They knew I needed money, um, you know, to make ends meet. Um, and they... I think they could possibly see how gullible I was as well. Natalie, can you just talk us through the roughly the pricing structure? So you said that if you enter as a end stage consumer, you get the non-discounted supplements. And then if you go one level up, you get 25% discount for the for the supplements, but you also distribute. Then as you continue going up, what happens? Um, okay, so they have um, ever so slightly, I think just before Christmas, they have slightly changed. So um, their structure does work on two different ways now. When I joined, you signed up and you, you either just registered as a customer and you pay full price or you sign up as a distributor slash preferred customer um, and that gets you 25% discount. Then um, after that, I think, what was it? You have to then, if you if you then go on to sell the products and to sell the plans, um, once you have oh, a £1,000 worth of sales, your discount then goes up to 35%. And then I think after right. that, £4,000 worth of sales and you get maximum discount, which is 50%. And that makes you a supervisor. Okay. So presumably they're still making a profit margin on the 50% discounted product. Yeah. yeah. And that's the, that's the scary mm-hmm. thing, the fact that they can afford to give 50% discount but still make millions of pounds. As you move up the distribution levels, do you have to buy in larger bulk amounts? Um, no, you don't. That, that was one of the things that I liked. There was no restrictions on how much you ordered. The only the only small restriction was on postage. So if you order over a hundred volume points worth of products, you get free postage. Other than that, if you just make a small order, you have to pay um, PMP. Okay, interesting. So what what's to stop you just going to level four and getting the fifty percent discount? Are you it's it's the the total amount that you've sold? Yeah. Overall. Yeah. Right. And that's that's kind of one of your incentives. Is is then to obviously sell more. But it also, if, if you're so close to getting that 50% discount, 
you know, that's a massive discount that, that chops your own product juice um, cost in half. Um, so you kind of do feel a bit of pressure there to find more to then unlock the next level as well. It's a very smart business model from a perspective of profit maximization and aligning the incentives of all the people within the business. Mm. Um, there's there's a lot of micro economists that talk about companies, if as profit maximizing machines, act psychopathically because there's no single human operating them when you're working with market forces. And that's why large conglomerates will act in ways that no human individual would act from a moral perspective because it it go it, the the behavior of the of the company as a whole starts to move beyond individual behavior anyway we were saying that this is where you were at with the selling journey what was the what was the kind of impact on you financially as you were as you progressed through this um to begin with, you know, I was only buying what I could afford to buy. Um, but then, you know, things things started to get a little bit easier financially at home. So um, I then started to upgrade my plan to then sort of buy, buy more products. And one of the things that you are told every, on every training call that you go on, and they're two to three times a week, um, is to use the products, wear the brand, and share the results. That's like one of their their mottos. Um, And you are constantly um, encouraged, as soon as you can, upgrade your products and get onto or add something else into your plan, you know, to do that. And what, what better way to be able to sell the products than to get your own result? That that's like number one. Mm. Get your own result, and like I said, that is that is drummed into you on every single training call that you go on, and they are very frequent. So the pressure is there already to spend, basically spend more money. You know, I need these products. Look at these amazing people. Look at what they've achieved. Look at their amazing physiques. Um, you know, they're glowing. They're healthy. Um, you know, they've, they've got really good bodies, they've got loads of energy, um, and it, make, it makes you want to, to achieve that as well. So you, and you feel that you can't achieve that without using these products. So very quickly, I was, um, I was putting my purchases on my credit card. I didn't always have the money um, to, to do it myself, so it, it was going on the credit card. Just to sort of keep right. up Joneses, basically. So that was to keep up the expanding the number of products that you're using at any point, and you're putting yeah. it on a credit card. So were you making a loss on that month yeah. to month? Yeah, the whole way through. If I if I add up, um, which I haven't officially because I'm a little bit scared to look, but if I add up everything that I've spent on Herbalife. And everything I have earned, I am on a massive loss. I should think I have probably spent, including obviously then credit card fees, because I haven't got I haven't got a north percent interest credit card. Um, I would say best part of fifteen hundred quid, I should think, and have 
definitely not at that much. I'd say at the most, I've probably had about 500, five to 600 pounds. Okay. So you've made 500 pounds back and net loss about a thousand. Yeah. Did you, how did you feel about that? To be honest with you, at the time I was like, it doesn't matter. It's important and it's going to to be worth it in the long run. If I just, if I could just keep going, keep going um, in the long run, I'm going to find myself in the financial position where I don't have to worry about that. And I could just pay all my debts off with Mm. with what I'm earning from Herbalife. Um, Now, I just think, well, it's done. I'm angry that I've allowed myself to be put into that position and I've made these decisions, but I can't, I can't change it now. It, it is done. Um, I, what was I going to say? Um, I want other people not to get sucked into it and make the mistakes that I made. Was it pitched to you as something that you would be able to make money with in the long run? Um, yeah, hundred percent. I mean, when when we go to events and we see or, or online um, Zoom calls and webinars and things, there's always a little caption at the bottom of um, the pictures that come up on the slides and things that say, you know, the income represented here is only the top one percent of the company, and all of uh, that. Okay. Right, um, that, that, that was going to be my next question. Was it? So <laughs> they, they do was, cover themselves was, legally. Mm. If it was ever, if anyone was ever to try, well, I'm sure it has happened. Try and sue them for misleading them, and um, then you know they've got the caption at the bottom of the of the income structure. Um, however, every other aspect that is portrayed to you is that you can do this. You will be successful. You can achieve this. You just put in the time and the effort. You will achieve this. Right. So there was no guarantees made. But when you saw that, did you think, I I might be the 1%? Yeah, 100%. Because I've made friends with people who are in the top 1%. You know, I I knew them. Mm. It's not not even that I didn't... These these people are just on a picture. Oh, this is blah, blah, blah from Scotland. She... Yeah. makes £50,000 a month. I actually knew these people and I met them and I spoke to them on a regular basis. You know, they were real. Absolutely 100% real. And I saw pictures inside their homes. I saw what cars they drive. I had the stories of how they managed to afford afford the car that they drive. It was all very, very real. And you are definitely show that you can achieve it yourself. So th- this is something endemic to a lot of the make money make money online or just make money in general business models and not Herbalife I've not seen the data on Herbalife specifically it sounds like what they said is the kind of they have a small print about their percentages but the analyses that I've seen of multi-level marketing schemes in general are 90 to 95 percent of people who enter them are loss making some of them significantly loss making if they're yeah. further down the chain and there are a small percentage, you know, higher up in the levels, the people who tell the people who tell the people who tell the people to sell the product <laughs> are the ones who do quite well. And the same the same thing applies with retail trading and trading signals and Forex and all this kind of stuff where a vast majority of 
day-to-day people will lose money with a lot of these a lot, a lot of these schemes and some of it is because of systemic problems some of it is simply that there are a set of skills that are just quite hard to implement you know being able to consistently sell or being able to consistently have a, a good network of people but i think what i'm uncomfortable with is that you came in with very genuine intentions you wanted to support your family you wanted to help others and it's very clear that that was the that was at the core of your intentions yeah and i feel as though your um vulnerabilities were exploited in this yeah definitely and and that is done like you said throughout the whole of network marketing uh, every single brand pretty much out there um does that um you know they try and attract young mums stay-at-home mums who can't go to work because they've got a little one at home but they still want to and need to have an income just to help support the family especially now I mean god because I've stepped away from network marketing um I'm not seeing any of what's being posted now but I can only imagine how many of these current situations that we've got going on in the world right now gas prices, electric prices, fuel prices. I hope that everything in Ukraine isn't being used to anyone's advantage, but I don't, I'm sure it is somewhere. Um, you know, I just, I just, any, any opportunity to um, appeal to somebody who is in need is taken. I mean, COVID, for example, when we're all in lockdown, that was used. Um you know, oh, you can't go to work. You're going to be on um, either if, if you're self-employed, you know, you're not you're not bringing in any money if you're not going to work. Sign up to to be a, a distributor of some sort of product, and there you go. You've got you've got an income. It was any any vulnerability is preyed on by um, network marketing companies. So I I remember you saying. At this point, this is where the kind of moral dilemma came in and and you weren't comfortable with being part of a system that then exploits people further uh, further below you. So as you ascend up the level, you'd be continuing the cycle. Your intentions are very genuine. And so to be doing that to people further down the line, knowing that there's a very high probability of them not being successful, you wouldn't be able to to kind of live with yourself with that. Oh, absolutely. As soon as soon as I had that light bulb moment and everything fell into place and made sense, that was it. I, I well, I hated myself. I mean, I've, I am not. I'm not actually naturally a very good salesperson. I'm really not because I, I have guilt. Um, God knows why I've been in network marketing for so long. Um, because it really isn't something that comes naturally to me. I'm not one of these people that. That will that won't take no for an answer. If I say, here, try some of this, this is how much it costs, and they say, No, thank you, I can't afford it. I'm like, okay, no problem. Mm. Um that that's me as a person. But if you're in network marketing, you can't be like that. You have to constantly look around this person and ask lots of different questions um, until you find that way in to be able to persuade them that um they that you need to join this company this this company has all the answers to your problems 
That's a so at this point you were starting to you were starting to lose trust in the you know well that your your bank balance and your yeah. credit cards losing trust in the organization there's a moral dilemma that you're facing yeah that must have been a real challenge for your mental health because that's a, a proper identity shock especially once once as you said once you saw the video and it kind of the penny fully dropped yeah I was just overcome with guilt. Um, and, um, yeah, my, my mental health changed drastically. I then doubted everything that I was doing. I, like I said, I was overcome with guilt. Um, I got quite depressed, um, and I needed to get out. I needed to get out and away from the pressure of what I was in. And I suppose once once that happens, you're in a bit of a a difficult situation because I you know, you you had people that you were selling to that you said you were afraid of losing their trust. Um you're you're in a system that is giving a lot of social support and a lot of positivity from one side. And there's still probably part of this which is the hope that oh actually Maybe if I just work a bit harder, I, I could actually become profitable with this. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you're told um, by anybody who's speaking on, on your trainings and webinars, do not give up. You're told the worst mistake you can make for your business is if you give up. And they say things like, yeah, we've all had periods of time where we've doubted what we're doing. We've, we've struggled to get sales um, and we've all wanted to give up. Lots of people have, but the ones that haven't have stuck at it and and made a success. So that was one thing that was going around in my mind. Um, the the other major thing that I explained to you when I, was, when I first um, started speaking to you was that I had started to build a business out of this. I had five or six clients underneath me that I was coaching on a day-to-day basis. I was speaking to them every day. We were part of the team. Um, We were on team challenges together. Um, And these, some of these people, half of them, I hadn't actually met until I I became a Herbalife distributor. Um, So it it was Herbalife that brought me together with these people so I had a massive responsibility and felt like I can't just drop them I can't just mm. say right that's it I'm leaving um like sort of what what do I do no they're only here because of me if it wasn't for me speaking to them um and signing them up on on a, a plan a nutrition plan they wouldn't be here and they wouldn't be my friend that's a very difficult situation to be in and you've got these multiple things holding you in place from from different angles as a higher a higher level um distributor you know you are contributing a lot more to your upline's finances so i don't know that that i i probably got let off quite lightly when i decided to leave had i been a higher level i'm trying to say had i been at a higher level and providing more income to my uplines, I think making that decision to leave would have been really hard. But also 
you are having much more of an effect on your uplines if you leave because they will be losing, you know, a, a reasonable chunk of their own income. Whereas I'm just a small fish, or was just a small fish in a very, very big pond with Herbalife. Um, so me leaving hasn't really had an impact on anyone else's income. Oh, interesting. And if you if you had left at a higher up stage, the possibly the reaction that you would have got from people higher up still would have would have been more aggressive. Yeah, absolutely. I, I don't believe for one minute that they um they would be happy about somebody at a higher level leaving the company. Whereas like I said, I was right at the bottom. I was only on sort of the first the first proper level of, of the marketing plan. Yeah, it's 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 really scary. It's um it's not a nice industry to be in to be quite honest with you. It's painted to be very glamorous, um, very positive and uplifting. You, know, you go to these big events and these big conferences um, and you are you are you are glamorous for the night. You know, you're going to a big city somewhere in a big events facility, you stay over over a night in the hotel, you know, um you kind of feel not the celebrity lifestyle, but you do you feel special. And you are an audience um, in front of this stage with the most inspiring people who have made a massive, massive success out of this. Um, and you are you are inspired. You leave there on a massive, massive high. Um, and that's why they encourage you to go to all of these events is because they are very clever with their words very clever with their stories you know it's kind of like most of the stories are like a rags to riches kind of story um of of these successful people um and the whole weekend that you're at one of these events is filled with inspirational stories the how mm. these successful people came from nothing built up their massive massive herbalife business and now they're driving around in a ferrari with a eight bedroom mansion blah 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 you know and who doesn't well, I'm the type of person to get completely starstruck by that. Um, you know, it's not not because um, not because that's what I want from life, but more because it just shows you what opportunities you have. If I made it big, you know, it doesn't mean I was going to go buy a Ferrari in Lake Bridge and Mansion. I might have done something <laughs> completely different with my money. Um, but you know, it just it just creates this massive image, and you are completely swallowed swallowed by it all yeah um, i think most of us would be and as you say if you're seeing people that are in the top one percent or top 0.1 percent that are doing well and you know them personally it's like oh, okay this is real like this is not yeah, just it, it some is real person on the internet yeah exactly it's not, not just something you only see on a screen you know you meet them in real life they coach you in real life they talk to you they give you advice they they tell you that they're there for you in real life so it all seems completely um completely legitimate um but the the thing that i kind of came to realize at, at the end of all of, of of this with herbalife was that um yeah you know, they tell you to you always always need to do whatever you can to be at an event whenever there's an event and they normally don't quarterly um like the big events do what you can to be at, at an event um regardless of how much money it costs you you know i mean they don't they don't actually say that but that it's implied you know mm. it doesn't matter how much money it costs you who you have to get to look after the kids so you can get 
get the weekend off to go and stay wherever the event is. You know, you must be at these events. It's going to impact your business so much. Um, you, you you need to, it's, it's going to change your life, basically, the, the events. And the, the first event that we went to, actually the only event now, um, I brought my husband along. Now, he was he was using the products as well um, for, uh, for a certain amount of time, but he was completely against the, the Herbalife business. Um, Interesting. I was going to ask, yeah, what was your husband's impression of it as, a, as an outside view? So, yeah, to begin with, he was like, no, waste of time, waste of time, waste of money. Um, it's never what it's cracked up to be. Um, you know, all that usual sort of scepticism. Um, and with um, sort of with, with your training, you are told that anybody who shows negativity towards your Herbalife business. Oh, here we go. <laughs> here we go. Um, yeah, anyone who shows negativity towards your Herbalife business, cut them out. Get them out of your life. You do not need them. You do not need to be around those people. Um, all they're going to do is drag you down. You know, put yourself around positive people. Get rid of the negative ones. And I was like, at the, at the time, because I was so consumed by, by Herbalife and by all these people, I haven't actually told him this. I was starting to, to doubt my relationship with my husband because I was made to feel that his negativity was only because he was jealous. He's only jealous of where I'm going to go and what I'm going to achieve. Um, and his negativity, you're, you're made to feel that then people's negativity isn't coming from a good place. So... The fact that he was actually only looking out for me um, and he had genuine concerns and he was trying to protect me, that, was, that wasn't that was an option here. Um, what what was installed into me was he was doing it from, from a, ne- a negative point of view. He wasn't doing it to support me. And I'm I finding all of this it. really, I'm finding this troublesome. Like this is really, I'd love to speak to a psychiatrist about this you know someone who is an expert in abusive relationships because there's a lot of parallel features that i'm hearing excuse me it it is very much like being um being in a cult um like if if you if you don't believe in herbalize we don't want to know like leave, leave leave all the haters behind come and join us kind of thing um, and that's obviously where some of my anxiety about leaving Herbalife came from, because I all of a sudden saw the similarities between you know, what what we're told um, and and sort of being part of the cult. Um, I can't remember what you just said. <laughs> there was, you know, there's encouraging you to cut ties with people who are close to you if they don't support the Herbalife business. There's the creating the kind of aspirational lifestyle there's making sure that you're um i don't know if i would call it love bombing but the the filling you with positive emotion and and feeling when you're at the event plus combining it with the carrot of here's what you could achieve Mm. there's there's so many features of this that i'm just finding quite deeply concerning to be honest yeah yeah there, there are so many so many so many red flags 
but you don't see them. It's all smoke and mirrors when you are in in this community. I'm gonna let's call her blind community. You're in the community mm. and um you don't see it. You are blinded by the lights. Um but the interesting thing is that when I went to this big event last October, November, um I took my husband with me because um everybody else sort of within the community is like you just need to get people to an event. Get people to an event and it will change their perspective. It will change their mind and it will inspire them and they're going to want in on the action as well. So I took Lewis along as well um, and he was totally swept up by it all. And he is, he is a very sceptical person. You know, Lewis, I see the positive in things. Lewis sees the negative in things. His, his first reaction to things is to be negative. Mine is always to see the good until the bad comes to light. Um, and even he was swept up in it all and he, he signed up to, to join me as a partnership. So we, we were in a partnership together as distributors. Um, so I then had to, cause I'd, I'd given him a lot of stick. He'd given me a lot of stick about her, but I've, I'd given him a lot of stick about not being part of it. Come on, you need to get into this. Let, let's do this together. Um, and then, so yeah, having to tell him a couple of months ago, actually, changed my mind you were right all along <laughs> how did he take that he do you know he was really good he was quite relieved i mean he he <laughs> has never denied the fact that he he did get swept by swept up by it all um and he was he was promoting the products he was using the products he got a couple of his mates to sign up and and get on on nutrition plans as well um he he so he was active and he was he was in the flow of it all. But then when I mm. uh, showed him your video and showed him a couple of other videos that I'd that I'd stumbled across, um, he it was just like, yeah, everything that he thought was actually true. Um, but he was very, very good. He was just pleased that I'd been able to make that decision for myself because he knew that no matter what he said, I was going to have to find out for myself anyway because that's, that's the kind of person that I am. Well, it's it's great to hear that from someone who's well from a couple who have actually been through the full process. Because really, my experience of them was just going to one event, the kind of recruitment event, and seeing the products. I've tried a couple of the products myself as well, and and then looking at them from a nutritional perspective. But you know, you've clearly been right through the ringer with it. It's just such a relief to be to be out of it now. In in all ways, you know, I'm not I'm not in the position where I'm getting hated. I mean, I, thankfully, I, I can't say that I was a victim of trolling or anything because I wasn't. Um, I, I only had a very, very small number of people who um, who were negative towards me because of being a part of Herbalife. Um, I did have quite a bad a bad experience um, where I was treated and spoken about very, very unfairly. Um, but, you know, that that's that's just one aspect of it. Um um, so I'm glad I'm not in the position. I'm not leaving myself open to any negativity and any any hatred or any dislike. Um, mm. Financially, you know, instantly, I'm three four hundred pound a month better off. You know, obviously, I'm still paying off debt, but I'm not spending out three or four hundred pound a month like I was on on products. And for both Lewis and I to use the products um together that's what it was costing that's that's what we were spending on on the snacks the shakes the vitamins um 
pre-workout drinks, post-workout, you know, the full shebang pretty much. Um, and that's that's what we were spending. Um, it's, it's ridiculous. So it, like, the financial tie is completely gone. Um, and it's also very hard to be in demand all the time. I found myself constantly on my phone all the time because mm-hmm. I was always being messaged either for for advice to, to coach somebody to try and um, persuade people that they need these products in their lives, creating social media posts um, and content, everything. My whole life evolved around my phone um, and it's it's horrible. Like I, I just feel free now. I put my phone down and I, I go out without it sometimes now, whereas before, you know, I'd be... I'd be walking down the school to get the kids and, and replying to a message or posting something on social media. You know, it's and I'm and I'm not saying that's down to her life because if you've got your own business, that's that's what it's all about. But for me, the pressure of that just got way too much, way too much. And yeah. I just, it's such a relief not to have that pressure as well. I mean, that's yeah, that that that's something that's just endemic to online coaching, and it's very much. Yeah. Why we recommend not coaching on WhatsApp because if you've got your client questions coming in alongside your aunt Gladys and your your like husband asking you questions and it just becomes messy and your phone becomes a stressful unit in itself. But this is why I think it was so courageous that you that you reached out and you said, "Look, I, I'm I'm not happy continuing like this. I'm going to have to make a change, despite what you stood to lose potentially." It was. It was. Um, it came down to having the devil on one shoulder and the angel on the other shoulder, basically. And I had to choose which one. And um, obviously, I, I made made the right decision and chose to do what was best morally. Yeah. And well done for, for making that choice, because a, a lot of people wouldn't. And, um, you know, I, as much as we slate people in uh that do this stuff like i i i've, I've not been involved in it I, I didn't you know when i went to the event i was like oh, okay <laughs> big no from me but if i had been drawn in i don't know whether i would have had the moral fiber to like especially once you've got clients and everything else is kind of running to just be like okay it's time to me time for me to drop my my entire business and quit this and the other thing that you said was that you feared losing the trust of your clients because the angle of Herbalife is, yes, you can get in shape like me, but you can't do it without the products. And I think that's that's something that I'm that, that I take issue with. I think that I, I don't have a massive problem with Herbalife as a as a product. I think um, you know that there's many ways to skin a cat. There's many ways to get into shape, but it's when you tell somebody. Or when you imply that you can't get these results without buying this stuff, and I, I, I don't know whether that was an overt thing from Herbalife or or if it was just part of the the culture, Um, but then telling your clients something which which is oh actually I'd like to continue working with you, but I've updated my view. In my opinion, that's more credible because you're then saying, "Look, I'm always looking for truth here." And certainly, we, you know, we we've recommended some ridiculous protocols in the past to our clients, and and it was a bit 
it felt a bit silly to come with our tails between our legs and tell them like, sorry guys, we've done some reading and actually I don't think this is the most effective way to do this. But usually they're pleased because we're sharing our knowledge as we as we learn. Yeah, definitely. And it was you that, that made me see that. And when I came to you, I was just, well, I was, like I said, I was in turmoil, didn't know how to communicate my findings to my my clients, by people that had put all of their trust into me. Um, and it was it was thanks to you and you helped me word messages and things to them that I I actually felt like I could I could be honest with them and and thankfully it turned out all right in the end. Um I mean some of them are still some of them are still using the products and being coached by my uplines because at the moment they're in um, they're in the position where the products are working for them and they're happy with with what's going on. Um, I mean, when I say what's going on, I mean in, in their own personal life, you know, that they're, they're happy with, with the money that they're spending. They're happy with the products. They've got them set. They've earned themselves a bit of discounts. You know, it's not costing them as much as what it used to. Um, but they, I've been able to leave them with a conscience and mm. knowing that I have given them the choice, given them the opportunity to either come with me but bear with me while I do more research and do more training or stay where you are um, and for the time being like I said most of them are staying where they are because they want to continue on their journey they want to continue getting the results that they've been getting for weeks and months um, but they are all all aware of, of my feelings and my findings um, and hopefully once I've, I've got the qualifications that I need which we don't have um, currently with with Herbalife which and that that was another thing that that shocked me um, so yeah once I've got the the qualifications um, that I need to be able to properly advise them and properly coach them then you know, I will. I'll take them under my wing, and it won't cost them half as much money as what they're paying at the minute, which nice. is which is and satisfying as well. Yeah, definitely. And and I, you know, I I can see why I would continue paying for something if I if I felt like I was a bit scared to to drop it. But you're very credible in that you're because you're coming from a core position of I I'm looking to help you regardless of what tools and techniques and protocols are at the core of it. I am here to to help you get into shape then it's much more credible and it's much more authentic so you said there that Herbalife didn't recommend or that they recommended that you start without any qualifications is that right yeah um with the Herbalife business to to become a Herbalife coach you don't need any experience qualifications nothing um and uh, to begin with, I, I, it did cross my mind, but I was like, well, thousands and thousands of other people are Herbalife coaches. Um, so what's wrong? There can't be anything wrong with it. So I'll, I'll go I'll go along as well. And they do provide, um, and I must say this, they do provide a lot of good online training tools. Um, their, their sort of training hub online is very informative. It's very good and it's accurate. And it's all based on it's all based on science. Um, 
However, there is nothing to um, there's nothing to make sure that you do that training. It's not mandatory. Um, it's left completely down to you. Obviously, you are encouraged. Yeah, get get on there and, and do that training and work, work through and, and everything. But there is nothing. You, you don't you don't have an exam at the end. You don't get tested on it. You don't get checked up on. There is nothing at all to make sure that you um, have done that training. Um, right. So the the ball is in is in your court, really. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, as they say, it's your business. You run it how you want to run it. That that's what they say to you. Um, Interesting. So, I was I was actually given quite a bit of stick online um, for that by somebody um, locally to me who is qualified. She's worked for years. Absolutely. She's been in the industry over 30 years. She's been to university. You know, she's got all of the the relevant qualifications to be a health coach and nutrition coach under her belt and more, you know, and it actually upset her quite a lot that somebody like me who has no qualifications and no real experience in in that industry can come in and sell these products which are nutrition products without without any qualifications um you know it's people's it's people's health we're talking about here it's people's lives was she a herbalife distributor as well no she can't she no she can't stand herbalife She's nothing to do okay. with it. And, that, and that's where the negativity came from. That's the reason why she doesn't like Herbalife is because anybody can do it without qualification. Right. And it's, well, it's impressive you, you had your ego out of the way enough to, to say, okay, I'm going to take this claim and weigh it up against truth <laughs> rather than the fact that, oh, she, I feel like she's personally attacking me. And I think that's something I'm very impressed with because a lot of people would just take it personally. I should say as well, yes, obviously scientific interpretations differ, but in my medical opinion, from the Herbalife nutritional principles and interpretation of the science that I've seen from their materials, I disagree with a lot of it. Um, I don't believe that it's a correct interpretation of of the science um, or of the nutritional principles, but you know, they, they they have their own on-site scientists and and team that they that they pay. So I'd be I'd be willing to to debate any of them if uh, if, if it came to that. But um, but yeah, there we go. So 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 that that's really interesting, Natalie. I think um, we've kind of talked through the what you were doing before Herbalife, the the during the re- recruitment process, ascending up the the channel, the effect on your mental health. Can we just talk a little bit about the process of quitting and how your how your uplines took it and and what was the impact on on your mental health kind of after you quit? Yeah, sure. So as you well know, I was absolutely bricking it about walking away because I felt like in in the end, on that that day that I contacted you, I felt like I was part of a cult. That is how I can describe it. Things fell into place. I watched videos, I watched films. I saw interviews with people and I just thought, oh my God, I am part of a cult. And I don't know a lot about cults. I've thankfully never never had any other experience, but you can only imagine 
what it's like to try and leave a cult. You know, we, we see things on, on TV all the time, <laughs> true fiction and, and non-fiction. Um, and that was what was going through my head. It was like, oh my God, I'm going to have to remove everybody from Facebook. I'm going to have to block them. I'm going to have to go through Instagram and stop following them and block them on there. I'm going to have to go through my phone book on, on my contacts and block their numbers because I honestly thought that as soon as I send that message to say, I'm walking away, I can't do this anymore, that I was going to be bombarded with calls and, and texts and things. So I did unfriend them all on Facebook. I didn't block them. I thought I'd just wait and see if that was going to be necessary. But I unfriended them on Facebook, unfollowed them on Instagram, um, sent sent a message to uh, to one of my uplines um, and my immediate uplines were gutted because I was part of their team but they were very very understanding they had the the view of it's up to you what you want to do um, it's your decision like we'll support you whatever you decide to do and we can't wait to see what you're going to do in the future um, that's great yeah. I'm glad to hear that that was the attitude. Oh, su- such a relief. I mean, I did I did back up what sort of my reasons for leaving um, with with a video, the same video that I shared with you, Yusuf, um, because I just felt like I just needed that little bit of something behind me to show them why I changed my mind, one, or one of the many reasons why I changed my mind about doing it. Um, I then left it for a week or so, and the girls above me had said, you know, we won't say anything to anyone above. Um, we'll let you do that when you're ready. So I thought, brilliant. Um, and I just left it be for a week or so. And then I contacted um, I contacted one of my other higher-up uplines. And um, he was actually a lot better than what I expected as well. Um, he was gutted. He thought that I was going to do great things and go far. Um, he did. The one comment that was made was that, um, yeah, because I because I said about the negativity I'd received, and it was that negativity that I'd received online, which which had affected me um, and affected my decision. Um, I, so I told him that was one of my reasons. Um, and he did say, well, don't forget these people are the ones that pay your bills. And I thought, no, they don't. <laughs> Little do you know about my life, but yeah, they don't pay my bills. Um, my bills are getting paid, <laughs> well, on a credit card at the time because I, I was just, <laughs> I was, I was paying off the credit card to pay off, to pay off the Herbalife and then not having enough money to pay all my bills so the bills were going on the credit card you know I was still I was in that vicious circle but you know he God. was okay he didn't try and change my mind um and and that was that any of the the much higher up uplines I haven't heard hide nor hair from them um I know exactly what they'll be thinking because I've heard them speak about other other coaches who have left um basically how they're making a big mistake um, they'll they'll come running back, you know, all that sort of thing. But the fact that they haven't contacted me um, is, you know, I don't care what they think. They can think what they like. They can carry on doing what they do. 
I don't want to be a part of it. Let's leave it at that. So the whole leaving a cult thing that I was scared of actually didn't come true, thankfully. <laughs> thankfully. And, you know, if, if you're a level four or level five upline, then of course it would be a mistake to leave because that's where it is profitable. That's exactly, the exactly. Position that you're making the money. Yeah, um, and the that, that's where it comes back as well to what you said about um, uh, sort of having having the moral compass and, you know, whether you can decide to leave. If you're earning that amount of money, you're not going to leave that. You're not going to leave that at all because let's face it, especially the state of the world it is in at the moment, we all need money and we're all suffering with with the price of living um you know so that they're not there that is where the money will definitely override any morals that that people may have yeah unfortunately the incentives are set up that way um it's it's interesting that the guy was like that's those are the people that are paying your bills because i guess there's two mistakes there one of them as you say is that they're not paying your bills your bills are being paid on a, a credit card and that you if that's the way that you speak about your clients with contempt it's not a very it's a bit of a toxic way to set up a business <laughs> it's also interesting that they spotted in you that you will do great things and that you'll go far and i think you will for sure but uh not in network marketing no and i'm and i'm so glad to see that that in, in fact yeah can you tell us about the next steps you said you're retraining now yeah, so a good thing that's come out of Herbalife is the fact that it's pushed me into um, to starting and actually getting an official qualification. One of the things um, that we we as distributors slash coaches are advised to do is to um, to start up a fit club. Okay, so they say right, start up a fit club. You know how to work out. You can show others how to work out. Get a load of people together, and then. Once you're instructing these fit clubs, you know, you can then start conversations with them about their nutrition, pre and post workouts, all of that, all of that jazz. Um, and that's another really, really strong way to build your business. And I have seen, I've seen proof of that with, with some of my uplines and uh, they've, they've all got, um, they've all got these fit clubs. Um, I must say, I'd say some of them, I don't even know, I don't know. 30, 40%, they're actually from a footballing background. So they do actually have uh, like semi-pro footballers and stuff. So they do have um, a lot more fitness knowledge than than what we do. But there are others who run fit clubs who have just um, just been working out for a few years. Then they kind of know how to work out themselves. So they, they start running these clubs. And... We, me and sort of my, my team above me uh, that I was part of, we wanted to do the same. Um, but it did not sit well with me at all that none of us were qualified to, to do this, to, to instruct any sort of physical activity at all. Um, and that we were then going to be responsible for other people um, in, in a fit club. So I decided that I was going to, and this was, this was sort of November last year before I left, that I was going to study and, and become a fitness instructor. That's kind of like the first step on the ladder. Um, and it's just kind of gone from there. I, I've realised that, that that is the industry that I, I want to be a part of. Um, and the only way to do it is to do it properly. Um, and and that's, that's what I, I intend to do. 
Um, so I'm, I'm looking to finish the course around about May time. Um, I then want to start running mobile fitness groups in, in my area, just classes, because obviously as a fitness instructor, you're not, uh, you're not able to train one-to-one at all. Um, so just, just some, some sort of basic fitness classes for people, but I really want to focus on mental health and exercise, Mm -hmm. not just going to a class lifting some weights, doing some cardio and doing it all because you want to look good. I actually want to focus on how good it makes you feel. Um, Because exercise, I mean, I'm not the fittest person and I'm quite sort of irregular with my workouts and things, but exercise in my time of need has got me out of of a bit of a um, a downward spiral. Um, So, and then I think after, after COVID and with everything else that's going on as well, People people need to exercise for their health and their mental health, basically. And I think there is a real a real need for people to be back out there um working hard on on their sort of their fitness, but for a mental health reason, to be part of a community, to be to make friends, you know, to to reduce isolation. You know, there's so many things I think that people need right now that can all be helped with um, with exercise and being part of a, a, a community. Amazing. Yeah, I 100% agree. It's been the the epidemic, the, the real epidemic over the last couple of years. Um, and we've seen the demand for mental health services and hospitals and primary care just go through the roof and yeah. we've just not been able to accommodate it. So um, I think the more of this stuff, the better, the more social... Um, community aspect of exercise as well as all the kind of surrounding elements of it it's such a such a wholesome thing and it's it's awesome to see that you're doing that i think you're going to smash it nicely um and i'm really looking forward to staying in touch with you and seeing seeing how things go once again thank you for such a vulnerable and honest account of of what's happening it's really awesome to see the journey i think um this is this will hopefully inspire and give some people courage who are in similar situations and and struggling with this and it's certainly not a conversation i I expected to be having on a friday morning so um thank you once again no thank you for inviting me and to be honest a couple of months ago this wasn't a conversation that i was expecting to be having either i didn't ever think i was going to be sort of in in this position but i'm glad i am i'm glad i can hopefully um shed some light on a few things for people um and inspire people um and i'm just really grateful to you for your help and your support and for also giving me the opportunity to speak as well anytime so any any final thoughts before we wrap things up um i would just say on the whole to anybody who is finding themselves in a vulnerable position, whether it's financially or, you know, they're isolated at home with with young children or whatever the reasons people are looking into network marketing and multi-level marketing is to do your research on that brand Um, and to also just be aware of how much pressure you're going to be under um, to please other people and to buy other people's pockets before yours get lined 
Yeah, I think that's a big one. And I anticipate there will be some people who watch this that feel trapped and feel in a similar position. Are you are you happy for them to get in touch with you um, if they're if they're in that situation? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, 100%. Um, I'm more than happy. I realise I, I kind of dumped you in it there. But... <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I wasn't going to say no, was I? <laughs> um, yeah, no, of course. Of course, I'd be more than happy to speak to anybody who, who can um, relate to, to my story, who wants some help or, or advice um, about how to step away from the situation or whether they just want me to, to look through and tell them whether... The opportunity they're looking at is is what it seems. Want to learn more about the systems we use to run, build, and scale propanefitness.com? Head over to propanefitness.com forward slash business podcast and you can get your hands on our free training that covers the seven steps that we take with every client that we help build their own online business and also the seven steps that we use to successfully build Propane Fitness. We walk through the sales systems, the delivery systems, follow-up, remarketing, how to basically build your program so that it delivers coaching to your clients without you being there 24-7. We really do cover the full thing, right? And if you want to continue even further and potentially work with us, there's a chance to book in a call to have an informal chat with Yusuf or I to just basically see if any of our programs would be a fit to help you get from where you are to where you want to get to. So go to propanefitness.com forward slash business podcast today and get access to that. If you'd like to learn just more about Yusuf and I, more about us, what we do, follow us on the various channels. The best place to go is our YouTube channel. We have a load of stuff from fitness content, productivity content, why Yusuf slept on the floor for several months, why he's been having cold showers. There's always stuff on there that's entertaining and hopefully informative. So just go to YouTube, search for Propane Fitness, and you can find out a bit more about us there as well. Speak to you on the next episode.